Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in Heaven. I've got a great show for you today. Just recently, I had the privilege of sitting down with co-founder of Fireborn Ministries and podcast host of Adventures in the Spirit, Jared Lasky. And we had this amazing conversation about following the Holy Spirit and how each one of us is called to have adventures with Him. He shares powerful testimonies from his own life and adventures with the Holy Spirit and practical insight how you can partner with the Holy Spirit to reach people and reveal Jesus to those around you. I know this episode is going to bless you guys and equip you, so get ready to get empowered. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services who does all of our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network through which I am licensed and ordained and life-changing productions who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at christinapereira.org. Do you have a loved one special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to christinapereira.org slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Plexus Living Free. It's hard to be and do all that God has called us to do. World changers, light of the world, when you don't feel your best. Most of the health issues that we deal with today have the same roots of poor gut health, blood sugar imbalance, and inflammation. But you can address those issues with Plexus plant-based products. You guys, I have to tell you, I have been on the Plexus bandwagon for the last two months and I'm so thankful. I've noticed some big changes in my body. I have so much more energy than I used to and I'm sleeping better and a lot has changed. So I'm really thankful for that. If you're encountering issues with weight gain and blood sugar imbalance and things like that, I would highly recommend you check out the Plexus products. And I'm so thankful if you click on the link I've provided in the show notes, you can receive 10% off your welcome package and free VIP membership. 
It's a health assessment quiz. And once you tell them what you need, they'll recommend uh, the right products to fit you best. So thanks so much for being a Revealing Jesus listener. I've got a great resource for you guys today. I've got an amazing book called Chosen. Appointed for Favor, Destined for Greatness by Michelle McLean Walters. And right now it's on sale through Charisma. This book will help show you how you can live in the fullness of your identity as God's chosen ones. I know this powerful resource is going to equip you guys to help fulfill your God-given destiny. We need each and every one of us declaring the goodness of God in this hour. And I'm so excited to bring this to you guys. And as always, when you when you purchase our resources, you help support Revealing Jesus. And I'm so thankful for that. So without further ado, let's listen in on my conversation with Jared Lasky. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me. He is the founder of Fireborn Ministries and the host of Adventures in the Spirit podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Jared Lasky. Well, thank you so very much. I'm excited for this opportunity. It's an honor, joy, Christina. I bless the wonderful Holy Spirit in you, upon you, and in your life, and in your ministry. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It is an honor. You know, you're one of my fellow CPN hosts, and it's always a joy when I get to sit down with another fellow podcaster, because we always have these amazing things to share and encourage one another. And I absolutely love that. I've told our listeners so much about you today. Uh, is there anything, uh, maybe something personal you can share with them just to help get to know you? Well, I would say that my family loves to travel. Um, I think last year alone, I don't know how many weeks, five, six weeks out of the summer, we were on the road traveling up and down the East Coast, uh, seeing national parks. We eventually had sold our home, hit the road, traveled all the way down from pretty much Virginia Beach down to the southeast, been through Texas up to the west coast, and then uh, flying to Hawaii for three months with YWAM, coming back, traveling some more. I mean, <laughs> now we're currently in the mid Midwest as we're building, having a house built in Arizona because, mm. uh, you know, God has just taken us on these amazing adventures. And that's kind of why my podcast is called Adventures in the Spirit. We love to travel. We love to uh, encounter God every day and then see what he does through our day-to-day -day encounters with people, you know, our day-to-day -day interruptions, you know, whether it's with our coffee barista or waiter, waitress or friends or family or just anybody that comes across our way. So we just listen to the Holy Spirit and do what Jesus does. And my kids are coming back from a mission trip today. So that's exciting. So I'm currently recording this from Third Church in Pella, Iowa piggybacking off of their Wi-Fi. <laughs> you you got to use what you got to use. Amen. That's right. That's uh, so right. We just, we just love to go on adventures and do what God has called us to do. 
Isn't that the best part of being a Christian? Sometimes people think that being a Christian, you you have all these rules and regulations and you don't get to have any fun. But really, when you're living that spirit empowered life and you're following the Holy Spirit, there's nothing boring about it. He created fun, didn't he? He did. Absolutely. He blessed Adam and Eve in the garden. He, He blessed them. He gave them the dominion mandate. You know, uh, the Lord laughs. He laughs at his mm-hmm. enemies. He he's created all things good. Mm-hmm. You know, he's redeemed us. He's changed us. He's transformed us. So, yeah, I mean, he's the best. Uh, my mentor, Wes uh, Doffenbaugh, he's an evangelist. He he says that the Holy Spirit is the best in- entertainment in the world. And I, I think that's true. We can have the most fun as long as we're fellowshipping with him every day and just mm-hmm. laugh, just mm-hmm. drive down the road and have a good time with Jesus. I love it. Absolutely love it. And, um, you know, I've always experienced the Holy Spirit as so many things, but one of my favorite parts of him is he is so joyful and so energetic and so confident in him, you know, in what he's asking you to do that he can do it through you. And it's just so astounding to me. The Lord just, you know, in my my personal walk, I've just found he feels so fully justified in asking us to do hard things because he knows the spirit of all wisdom is with us. Amen. And it's incredible, isn't it? Oh, always incredible. It's a, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's an adventure. Um, and I mean, honestly, and it, it changes us too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, you mentioned the hard things that he asks us to do. It's, it, we're still changed. We're in this process called sanctification you know, we are the righteousness of God, but we're also walking out this process, uh, being transformed into the image of Christ Jesus. I mean, we're never going to be completely like him, but he continues to change us and transform us uh, so that when people look at us, all they see is him. Uh, But the ultimate reward is heaven, uh, going going into the, the throne zone of Jesus and being told, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm. Yeah, that's such a powerful thing, hearing that that's spoken over your life and how incredible that is. Well, I, since this is revealing Jesus, I have to ask you, how did you meet Jesus? That's a great question. I, I was born and raised in a Christian church uh, in a rural community in Oregon, but that church itself did not have an expression of the present day power of the Holy Spirit or the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. They love the word of God. Some people could testify, even my dad had testified about when he came to Christ, a supernatural encounter soon afterward, like the day of, but that particular fellowship was associated with an organization that really disciples people away from the present day ministry of the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. They acknowledge the Holy spirit, but they don't acknowledge the gifts of the spirit or supernatural encounters or anything. So even Mm -hmm. though they're great Christians, great people, you know, they're what we call cessationists. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was born and raised in this, but at about 12 or 13, God was giving me dreams. And some of these dreams were metaphorical. Some of these dreams were literal. I mean, very simple. Uh, and that's kind of how God kind of started started with Jeremiah or some of the other uh, prophets in the ministry. He's like, what do you see? He's like, oh, I see this thing from the north. You know, and then God gives the interpretation, things like that. God starts giving small pieces of a puzzle or smaller pictures. And then we're faithful with the smaller things. He'll give us the bigger pictures, you know, which mm-hmm. 
I guess in the prophetic ministry, everybody's after trying to get names, dates, and addresses and oh, all gosh. that stuff. But like, you know, you know, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Like, seriously, just spend time in the presence of God, be intimate with him, be sound in the scripture, mm-hmm. be faithful to what he's given you. Uh, mm-hmm. There's nothing, nothing small in the kingdom of God. Yeah. You know, it, it's all for his glory. It's all about him. So back to when I was a teenager, you know, God was speaking to me at a, at a young age. I just wasn't the, the church and the pastors just weren't accepting it. And I mean, one preacher had even said it was the devil talking to me. And I was like, actually, no, it's not. I know it's God. So, mm. um, I'm sorry, you know, 14, 15, 16, I, I wasn't serving the Lord real well at all. I mean, I may have known him, but I was a rebellious teenager. I was angry. There were things going on in my family at that time that, you know, it was a, obviously looking back, a demonic attacks, there's drug addictions and things like that. But um, when I was 17, my twin brother and I, uh, we we got in some trouble in public school. So we ended up in a Christian private school, like a last resort school for for us personally. And that was our junior year of high school. And that was a charismatic church. You know, I'd never seen people lifting their hands and, you know, things like that on worship. So God started speaking to me a lot more clearly in that time. But it's, but then February of oh, 1997, um, no, no, February of 1998, my bad. <laughs> I ended up in the hospital uh, from a burst appendix, but it was in the hospital that I felt the hand of God on my head. I felt the ele- electric love, the power and love of God going through my body while I was recuperating in the hospital. I started having knowings of who's coming to visit me. Um, mm-hmm. where they're at in the hospital, you know, just some very supernatural stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my late, my brother, Eli, who's now my late brother, he had come to visit and we'd, he, he had kind of disappeared like two months before, uh, and for, because of addiction, but he showed up in my hospital room and the, uh, I started prophesying, not knowing what prophecy was, uh, and it was very bold prophecy, not foretelling, but more forthtelling and about the situation that that the family was walking through. And, and as I was prophesying, you know, I felt the power of God surging through my body. And it was an incredible experience and rush, even though I didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. So then um, within a few weeks, you know, I gotten out of the hospital and then, you know, tried to do the Jesus thing on my own. You know, I'm reading the get pocket new testament that the gideons gave and i could feel my spirit excited and soaring when i i would read that Uh, but i was walking it out in my own strength and when we do that Mm. we fail so basically i was seven times worse getting back into parties knowing that jesus was calling me and i didn't have the language vocabulary terminology at the time but i just knew i needed to give my life to jesus or else i would die doing what i was doing and within um, six months. So, uh, uh, from the time in the, the hospital, I'd applied for YWAM discipleship training school. Mm-hmm. I left everything behind me, partied up until, and I don't recommend this for anybody, but I partied up until I got on that plane, <laughs> put that whole lifestyle behind me, went through some deliverance within a few weeks, received the incredible baptism of the Holy spirit, November 14th of 1998, the most incredible supernatural experience of my life. And have never been the same since. So that was part of my salvation journey and process journey for your listeners, Christina. I love it. Thank you for sharing that journey with us. You know, oftentimes, you know, some of us do have those supernatural encounters right away. 
but oftentimes it is a journey of Jesus wooing us and us surrendering to that. And thank you so much for sharing that. My pleasure. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, I just absolutely love uh, following the leadership of the Holy Spirit and how that impacted you. You said something really interesting. You said you were trying to walk out your salvation without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and you were struggling. Can you tell me how having the Holy Spirit and operating in those gifts have changed your walk with God? Oh, yeah. Amen. Well, without the Holy Spirit, I would not be here today. I mean, even my Christian journey, my Christian life hasn't been easy. You know, it'd be great to be like, hey, after that supernatural experience, all things have been amazing, but it hasn't. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the year 2000, we, uh, my brother had died. You know, then I got another brother in and out of prison since that time too, you know, you know, walking through some of I've been in the ministry and Christina, you know what it's like in the ministry, there's good, good days, bad days, horrible days, days that you just want to run away from, you know, and then there's, there's, (laughs) you know, and and you're still filled with the Holy spirit. I mean, I, I, I deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan as a Marine and uh, I might've been spiritually dry in those places, but I still had the Holy spirit. And I still saw God baptize people with his mm. wonderful Holy Spirit. Amen. My roommate in Iraq in the year 2007, or yeah, 2007, 2008, I was in Iraq. Uh, and my roommate in Iraq wanted more of God. And I testified mm. to him and, and I laid hands on him. The Holy Spirit filled him. He spoke in tongues. Uh, I had to leave that room as you know, I was crying, he was crying, the Holy Spirit was hitting us. <laughs> and I was just shocked what the Holy Spirit was doing, because it had been some time, you know, because mm-hmm. I'd had a youth ministry before, and I'd see kids every day, or not every day, but every week, at least one or two kids receive the baptism of the Spirit, or uh, working in a residential foster treatment care facility saw probably, I don't know, 20 some kids there receive the baptism of the Spirit in two years time. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just live out the daily walk with God, be faithful to him, spend time in his presence and pray specifically to be used by God. Mm. Expect to be used, have faith to be used, be on the lookout to be used. You know, if he highlights anything to you or any person to you, then step out in faith, take a risk. Uh, and uh, what's the worst that can they, the person can say when you took a risk? Like, no. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, like, sorry to bother you. Yeah. Um, that's right. And just bless them in Jesus name. Amen. But, but you, you know, we, we have this just pray specifically, like for me, it's like, I know if I pray and fast, I'll start seeing a lot of deliverance. Now I'm not a deliverance minister, but I'll deal, I'll deal with deliverance. I'll, I'll cast demons out when they show up. I don't go hunting for them. You know, my ministry mm-hmm. focuses on Jesus, on the Holy spirit, on the Amen. baptism of the Holy spirit, you know, the prophetic, uh, but I just want, I want to encourage, comfort, and edify people and be as positive as possible. But there's something to pray in specifically. Like if I'm feeling spiritually dry, ask Jesus to open a door for you for that day, uh, to witness to someone, to mm-hmm. see a sign and wonder for a miracle, for a healing, for a deliverance, whatever it is, ask Jesus specifically. Like, I'll be like, Hey, you know, I haven't seen someone baptized in the spirit in like a week. Okay. So Jesus, will you give me someone to come across my path? And within a day or two, there's a phone call. And that person on the other end receives the baptism of the Holy Spirit Um, or someone schedules a Zoom for deliverance or, you know what I mean? Like you just Mm -hmm. pray for these things or like my friend, Scott Gilbert, 
to wearing a coffee shop in Starbucks and pray for people and demons show up in, you know, in the coffee shop. So we deal with it in the public space, you know, but it's not about us. <laughs> yes. It's amen. about Jesus. You'd mentioned the key word that, that some ministries don't emphasize, Christina, you said it earlier, you said surrendered. Mm-hmm. That is the key to be surrendered yeah. to God. We could be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And I mean, I was listening to, who was it? Benny Hinn or someone the other day. <laughs> and he, he was talking about David Wilkerson or someone saying there are tongue talking Christians that could still live like the devil. That's true. Mm. But let's be tongue talking Christians that live like Jesus. Amen. You know, that's the best. So mm-hmm. really just surrender, spend time in the presence of God. I really hope that that answers your question. But those are some keys, Christina, right there. Just, you know, pray, and pray specifically for him. He, God loves you so much. He will answer your prayers. Don't don't pray uh, vague prayers. Be specific. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christina, I prayed for a blonde haired, blue eyed piano playing singer. And I met the woman, Rochelle, who is now my wife of the last 20 years. She's blonde haired. She's blue eyed. She plays the piano. She sings. Okay. Pray specifically for what God lays on your heart. Amen. Mm, Amen. I like that. You know, when I first started, when I was much younger, when I was newly baptized in the Holy Spirit, this is probably like 10, 15 years ago, right? Um, I would go out onto the streets and I would do exactly that when I would go grocery shopping or I would go and I would take the car to get the oil change and I would pray for things like that. And I would, the Lord was always so faithful to send people to me. And, you know, I've just found in my own walk, you're exactly right, Jared, when you're feeling dry and discouraged and you're like, God, where are you? He will send those people to you. And just encourage you and fill you with such joy and a a remembrance of who he is. Some of my favorite times of ministry have been when I didn't feel particularly anointed. I was going through a tough time and God still used me anyway. And just to remind me that, hey, it's not about you. Well, that is so good, Christina, because I remember I was on a graduated Bible college and I was leading a team of of four of us. So there was me and my wife. And then um, Maggie and Dewey on the team and going to summer camps, mission trip to Mexico, you know, going to churches every night, performing, playing, worshiping, ministering, preaching. And the times that we're the most exhausted, we're like, we come in with a plan. We're like, hey, we're just going to do this set. We're going to do these worship songs. We'll do this skit or two, share Mm -hmm. a little bit and then leave because we're so exhausted. We've been on the road 12, 14, 15 hours, whatever. But then those are the times where the Holy Spirit, because we're, we're weak Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, and then we're surrendering in those times. And then the Holy Spirit takes over. And those were the most incredible evenings that were extended and people, you know, we saw people set free, people delivered, people filled with the spirit um, just in those times. So God can use anybody. Amen. Amen. You know, one of my favorite prayers to pray is Holy Spirit, you do it through me. I'm just going to step back and I'm going to rest. I'm going to let you take control. I'm going to let you ask the great questions. I'm going to let you do what needs to be done. You just do it through me and I'm going to rest in you. And when we can do that, you're absolutely right. That's when he shows up the most powerful because we've taken ourselves out of the way. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Love that. So good. No, you're well, you're kind of, you're you should be in my tribe, or I think we're kind of in the same tribe. We have the same 
you know, emphasis, you know, some of, probably yeah. some of the same adventures and stories of, of the power of God. I mean, I was actually in Hampton Roads for about six years um, and uh, was part of Firestorm United, mm. still kind of on the board of that thing. <laughs> I mean, you know how church boards and ministry yeah. boards were, right? Like, okay. Right. Still kind of, a, I still got some, I need to, I need to do that. Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> and, you know, so... <laughs> Uh, you know, we we did Power and Love. Uh, oh, Rod yes. Rod and yeah. Todd White. We did right, Robbie yeah. Dawkins and City Quake and, and things like that uh, before I went back to Afghanistan as a contractor. But, man, you know, uh, my heart is to equip people. Yes. And absolutely. that's the fivefold ministry. You know, uh, I was on a, this having a podcast interview on my show the other day and um, the the guest Ashley she'd mentioned you know a lot of people you know they they think the fivefold ministry is about them being blessed as a minister but it's not you know Ephesians 4 11 12 13 you know it shows us that the ministry you know teachers apostles prophets evangelists are here to equip the Mm -hmm. saints and so that's really my heart is to get people equipped get people activated get your listeners you know, to do what Jesus did and know that they can do it. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. for, you know, the person on the, the stage, you know, we, I think we've done a disservice by having a pastor led church organization. I don't want to blow anybody's methodology or theology out of the water right, right now, but right. I just feel like, Hey, we've had it skewed for so long yes. and we build these immaculate buildings but we're kind of missing the point to go mm-hmm. into all the nations and preach the gospel and heal the sick and raise the dead. Amen. We need all saints activated, really go to church, not to be blessed, but to become a blessing as you walk out into the world. Amen. You know, and uh, just, you know, equip. I want to see everybody equipped and activated because anybody can do this. Take a step of faith, mm-hmm. pro- prophesy over that cashier, you know, look at someone and be like, you can look at them and say, Jesus, how much do you love this person? Yes. And then what would you like to show me about this person? Or will you open a door for me to talk to this person and ask them a question? I mean, just be conversational, you know, and, and ask them, Hey, are you, you know, you step out in faith, you, you take a step, you take a, a risk, and then you always point to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, I always tell people one of my favorite ways to begin ministry, I always, I always connect with the heart of God for the person in front of me. And oftentimes when I start to pray, I'll say, thank you for this person. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for this person in front of me, God, because he always wants to say something to his children. He always wants to connect with the person in front of us. And if we just have eyes to see and ears to hear and make ourselves available for those moments of opportunities, you never know whose life is going to change. And I love that you talked about this, the five folds are servants. You know, I love what the apostle Paul says. He says, the apostles are to be the most pitied of all because we are truly the servants of all. I mean, we have so committed ourselves to the life of Jesus, the walk of Jesus, the kingship of Jesus, everything, what he wants, what he says, what he does. And we've just poured out our lives to live for this king and his kingdom. Yeah, so good. And that's truly what every single minister actually truly is called to be is a poured out life. That's Mm. it. Amen. I love that. That That's so good. That'll preach. 
<laughs> I know I can, I can feel it, man. It's starting to come out. <laughs> Amen. Holy spirit. Come. Yeah. So it's so good. You know, I remember one of my favorite adventures with God was I was in a jiffy loop. Can you believe it or not? Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm okay. This was so wild, Jared. I have to share this with you. I was, I was doing just what you had talked about. I was saying, okay, Lord, give me a word for somebody who here do you want to talk to? What do you want to do? And he was like, I want to heal somebody's knee. Well, mm. I looked across from me and there was a gentleman sitting there and um, he highlighted him to me. And I, I went over to him and I said, the Lord would like to heal your knee. And he looked at me kind of confused, right? Because who wouldn't? And then all of a sudden there was a show on CBN that was playing on the TV in the Jiffy Lube waiting room. Awesome. And, and the host of CBN came on there at that exact moment, right after I said that and said, the Lord is healing someone's knee. He looked at me like he was about to jump out of his flesh and say, Amen. pray for me now, pray for me now. So I did. And the Lord started moving the whole Jiffy Lube erupted. Right. And so <laughs> this was hysterical, but the guy came in to get me one of the workers and he like called me back. I thought he was telling me my car was ready, that I had to go. I thought this was the end of my fun, Holy spirit, Jiffy Lube experience. And he goes, whatever you're doing out there for them, do it for me. So I started, you know, speaking the heart of the Lord over him and he's just weeping and crying and I'm praying for him. And here I am thinking it was about my car, but people are so hungry. If we just have eyes to see and ears to hear. Oh gosh. Amen. And you know, people will pick up spirit to spirit. I mean, we have the Holy Spirit, okay? And uh, he is the Holy Spirit. I don't want to get too much into, you know, I've got some education in the Greek and stuff, but where we see the word the Holy Spirit in the Greek, it's usually a definite article as in the one and only, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, precious Holy Spirit, or it's just Holy Spirit, his name. Uh, so we need to have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit and everywhere we go, see him, just be surrendered to him, as we mentioned earlier, and, and see what he wants to do. You know, you ask him, what are you doing here? And you just partner with it. Mm -hmm. And there will be more stories like that in Jiffy Lube. When people, people will pick up, even if it's just conversational, I've said this before, you don't have to be a weird person, okay? God bless those you know, every manifestation you can think of in the Bible, I've probably experienced it in one way or another, right? I've, I've yeah. jumped in into rivers of the Holy Spirit revivals, the Albany revival in Oregon years ago, and all kinds of things, been to different types of services, and just jump into the river when it's the genuine move of the Holy Spirit. I've also seen the flesh, but that's not on me to judge those people. And right. Whatever. If yes. I don't like something, I could leave. Okay. That's real easy. There you go. You know, like <laughs> just, oh, I don't, this isn't my flavor. Okay. Well, it's, it's like lifesavers. Okay. I just like mine fiery hot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. I like but, that. but people will pick up just when you ask them the question after you've, you've asked Jesus, how much do you love this person? What do you want to say to them? Mm -hmm. And then you start asking them questions, you engage in conversation with them, you take that, that step of faith, uh, you take that risk, and they'll be like, how did you know this? They'll, mm -hmm. they'll sense the presence of God, if, whether they're a Christian or non-Christian, they know something supernatural is happening. And even if you missed it, maybe there are other parts of it that were correct. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you took a step of faith. You're like, Hey, this is, you know, and I'll tell people, Hey, this part is kind of vague, but this is pretty strong. And I'll just explain it to them. And maybe that vague thing was, they're like, Oh, I don't know what that is, but the rest of it, they're, they're like, how did you know? And then you just point to Jesus and hopefully ask their permission to pray over them. Mm, of course. Yes. But another thing you can do is allow God to speak to them. We don't have to do the speaking we, we could just be like, Hey, is it okay? Like if I pray over you and ask God to speak to you. Mm. And the first time I encountered this principle, I was a young Christian. I was in YWAM. We had, I was on a team in India and we'd had God do amazing things through us. And, but there was a team that came, one of our teams came back from China. So we, we were doing the debriefing, uh, before moving on to whatever God had next in our lives. And this young woman, uh, she's, she started models for Christ or something in Atlanta. She was a, uh, I don't know, miss model. I don't know. She, she was huge in the fashion industry and the modeling agency as a Christian, but she took six months aside to go into YWAM. And she came back from China, told us a story where she's praying over this Chinese, Chinese woman. And in China, they say that God is not, God is dead and all that other stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And God doesn't speak your language. There is no wow. God, that kind of a thing. So Natalie was her name. Natalie Mo is, is her name or was her name. Uh, she was like, I believe God is going to speak to you right now. So she built a relationship with this Chinese girl and was about to come home from the mission trip, but she laid hands on this girl and asked the Holy spirit to speak. And just stayed in silence. No speaking in tongues. You could do that if you want, like before, you know, just don't creep the person out. Just explain to them what's going on. Okay. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Sensitive? Yes. yes, absolutely. You yes. just listen. And within a minute, God spoke to that Chinese girl in her language. Wow. And she saw, it. he showed her things. So just take steps of faith. And I've done that ever since. Like, you know, I've laid hands on someone and then... They're like, yeah, I saw this thing. And, uh, and then they draw it out and, or they, they, this one kid one time was kind of drawing his finger in the air, this thing. And then I, I was like, oh, I know what that is. I drew it out and it's the Trinity, the Celtic Trinity symbol. Mm. And we were just talking about God being three in one and he'd never mm. seen that image before. And I saw it on like POD albums and stuff. Right. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but he was blown away that God spoke to him in that moment. So wow. do that I in public love I love that. And that, you know what, Jared, that takes all the pressure off of you and just puts it all in the Holy spirit to say, God, you do it through me. You do it. You speak to them. I love oh, and it. He's excited to do it. Yes. You know, he yeah. is so excited to, he's like, yes. Okay. You, <laughs> you know, and he wants to move in people's lives and yeah. you, know, you will see the transformation take place right before your eyes as you're just willing and listening. Amen. Amen. So good, Jared. Thank you so much. Well, this has been so fun. Is there anything burning on your heart that you'd like to say to our listeners directly before we go? Well, can I bless your listeners? And uh, yeah, Come let's on now. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak to your listeners. Amen. Okay. Personally, and then let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak to them for someone else that they know. Okay. So two things, if that's okay. I don't know how much yeah. time we have left. Yeah, we're good. Let's <laughs> okay, do it. We're good. Let's this do it. this yeah. is your show. We're, we're just going. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So for your listeners, 
as long as they're not driving, even if they're driving, they could do this. Okay. But say if they're sitting down, let's just pause for a little bit and put your heart on Jesus. And if, if you're driving, put your heart on Jesus. If you're going, if you're on a treadmill or an elliptical or lifting weights at the gym, put your heart on Jesus. Continue doing what you're doing if that's what you're doing at the gym or driving. But ask the Holy Spirit to speak. Mm -hmm. You could say something like, Jesus, here I am. Holy Spirit, will you speak to me? Mm-hmm. And then just wait. So Holy Spirit, speak to these precious people right now. Yes. Lord. Show them something. Whisper something in their ear in Jesus' name. There it is right there. Holy Spirit, thank you. Maybe someone has an image, a flash of something. Grab a hold of that thing. Look at it a little bit longer. That's the Spirit of God talking to you. And that's for you right now. And he loves you. I think Mm -hmm. someone out there, reach out to Christina and confirm this, that you saw a heart, that you just saw the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because right now I see a heart. You know, it's in the Valentine type of heart because that's the symbol. That's the metaphor of of the heart, human heart. But I also see the crown of thorns and Jesus just poured in his love upon you. And now let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak through you for someone else. So get prepared to text someone. Okay. So let's, let's listen for the Holy Spirit to say something for someone else. And you could text them, you could call them, you could email them, you could even see them. If you're seeing them later today, tell them something. So maybe the scripture will give you, maybe the Holy Spirit will give you a scripture reference. Maybe he'll give you an image. He'll give you some insight into something to encourage, comfort, and edify them right now. So you could say something like, Jesus, here I am. Mm-hmm. Will, will you speak to me for someone else? And let's allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and show you someone's face right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Now that you've seen that person's face come up by the power of the Holy Spirit, because he loves you and he loves them, say, Jesus, will you speak to me to encourage them, comfort them, and edify them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now let the Holy Spirit give you another image, give you a scripture reference, give you a a moving picture, a vision, whatever it is for that person. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you. Now thank him, worship him. Man, I'm having way too much fun right now with the Holy Spirit. Thank you. (laughs) Now text this person, call this person right as we end this, email them or see them later today and and just ask them questions, have a conversation and be like, hey, Mm -hmm. does this mean anything to you? This is what I felt the Lord say to me about you. Mm -hmm. Tell them what the image was. Tell them what what the Holy Spirit impressed upon your heart, what he spoke to you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Jared. I'm so excited about how this is going to change people's lives and how they are going to step out and do some new incredible things and partner with the Holy Spirit to really reveal Jesus to people. Thank you. You're welcome. 
this is this is amazing i i was actually seeing and i don't know this is for you christina but like um okay so i I see your picture here too right yeah (laughs) Uh, on on the zoom call but um i just kind of see you walking out in nature enjoying the presence of god and you know that movie the sound of music you know yes okay great movie (laughs) you know like singing swinging dancing all of that stuff uh (laughs) you know keep doing that for the for the lord you know he's there with you uh there's a shekinah cloud of glory upon your life Mm -hmm. and um there's gonna be something is gonna change overnight real soon there's gonna be the shift you know i see right now what i'm seeing are some building blocks you know like some bricks and uh, there's some some things being reinforced there's this ongoing transformation in your life, in your ministry, but there's going to be an acceleration. Something's going to change overnight in you and through you, through a divine encounter. Um, and I think it's going to be while you're, uh, you know, listening to him late at night and he's going to come and visit you in power. It's, it's not going to be a visitation. It's going to be a habitation mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and that's going to accelerate things. He's going to take you up into his glory. I'm taking a step of faith here. Okay, he's going to he's going to start having other manifestations take place. Um, I see jewels and diamonds and gold. and You know, I see the treasures of the Lord upon you and I see you laying hands on people and and they're they're going to start having, you know, uh, I see an imprint where say you laid your hands on someone and there's going to be an imprint of your hand and gold dust on on this person. And I don't know. I'm going to take a step of faith and say this is going to you're going to see this physically. Okay, mm-hmm. not just spiritually, but physically, uh, and people will uh, even diamonds and stuff popping up in their hair. You know, wow. um, the jewels of the Lord. Uh, these are signs and wonders that that take place. Uh, so, in Jesus' name, I bless you, Christina. I bless the power of the Holy Spirit upon you. I bless that glory cloud in your life, in your ministry, as you continue to worship the Lord and you continue <laughs> to reveal Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much. For that. I'm crying, dear. Wow. I've had that, that glory cloud prophesied over me and my ministry for so long. And in fact, I just, I just long to dance in the cloud. That's it. Yeah. You know? And so that, that sound of music, that singing and dancing and then just enjoying the Lord is spot on. And even the, um, even the jewels, <laughs> you know, the night I was, um, I was ordained and uh, this woman came up to me and she said to me, she said, you are covered in, in wisdom and revelation and jewels of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, I see you like, literally there's nowhere else to put one. <laughs> Amen. So, yeah, <laughs> that was very spot on. Thank you so much. I, thank you. I really appreciate that. See, look, you're changing my life. Thank you. Holy spirit. I needed that. Thank you. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Thank you. Lord. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me get it together and I can close the show. Woo. (laughs) Well, I hope and pray that today's episode has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast and resources in the show notes on cpnshows.com under Revealing Jesus with Christina Prayer, you'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Jared Lasky. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. 
in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.